today on CityCast Madison. Madison's winter parking rules start tomorrow. That means parking gets a little more complicated for the next few months, even though there's no snow in the forecast yet. So do you know which side of the street to park on tomorrow? Do you know what to do when there is a snow emergency? City officials say that while tickets have been down in past years, that could change this winter. Producer Dylan Brogan sat down with Madison Street Superintendent Charlie Romines for an update. It's Tuesday, November 14th. I'm Molly Stentz, and here's what Madison's talking about. Charlie, thank you for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Happy to be here. All right. Alternate side parking. It's going into effect November 15th. So what is alternate side parking for the uninitiated? And where is it in effect? So we'll start with where it is in effect. Alternate side parking is throughout the city of Madison, begins November 15th and runs through March 15th. Essentially what that is, is you park on the even side of the street, the street addresses on even nights and odd on odd nights. And that is defined as 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. So it's it's what day even or odd for at 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. So that's important for people to understand. That is citywide. Now, in certain parts of the city, which is mostly the downtown and very near east and west sides, you have what's called the snow emergency zone. And essentially what that means is that alternate side parking is only enforced if a snow emergency is declared. Before we just get too into it, why do we need alternate side parking at all? A lot of people park on the street and our ability as a streets division to plow to the curb um, would be severely impacted if cars were just parked indefinitely on one side of the street for days and weeks on end. And so really the, the primary reason is to require cars to move from one side of the road to the other. So we can get those roads plowed out all the way to the curbs, which keep them safe and wide throughout the winter. And that's both for just regular traffic. That's for first responders. That's also for things as simple that you might not think is garbage collection. Like we have to be able to get to where you're setting your cans. And if that those roads are narrowing, then it becomes more difficult to do. So a lot of reasons. So basically, for most of the city, outside of the core downtown Isthmus area and near west and near east side, if it's um, it's the next day, the, the, if it's an even date tomorrow, you got to park on the even side of the street. Yes. So you mentioned the snow emergency zone. Why do we have that? And, and what exactly does that mean for alternate side parking? There are certain parts of the city where parking on the street can largely be because that's what you're kind of choosing to do. You you probably have a driveway, you're likely to have a garage, but perhaps you have more cars, you're using your garage for storage, whatever. But, but essentially, there is some level of choice being made to park on the street. You have other options. The snow emergency zone is really meant to focus on those parts of the city where people are l- unlikely to have a driveway, very unlikely to have a garage, and Parking on the street is really their most viable option just by the nature of how the housing stock is provided. And so the idea there is to provide them some level of relief 
Now, what that means, though, is when we declare a snow emergency, uh, I would say that area is enforced at a much higher level. The tickets are three times the cost. We, the streets division, are in absolutely 100% plowing on overtime those nights. Usually those snow emergencies are declared for two to four nights at a time. And so it's absolutely critical those cars are getting moved around so we can get those again, plowed back to the curb because those streets are in older parts of the city that tend to be narrower to begin with. And because they are often critical for people to use for parking, it's really important they can get one wheel to the curb because if they start creeping in on their parking towards the center of the road with those narrower streets, those snow emergency areas get narrow quick. And how much are the fines if you violate alternate side parking versus violating it when you're in a snow emergency zone? So it's $20 for just a regular alternate side parking violation. It's 60 during those declared snow emergencies. Okay. And does it matter if the street is a one-way? It does not. How do you know when a snow emergency is declared where you have, where these rules are in effect? We will put word out as early as we, we can determine that a snow emergency is declared. Um, oftentimes we try and get that out by late morning um, for that, again, that following 1 a.m. period. So it's not promised, but we, we try to get somewhere 12 hours or so notice out. And we'll put that out to our media partners. We put that out to the alders. You can also sign up for winter alerts through the City of Madison Streets Division's webpage. You go slash winter and you can sign up and we can send alerts directly to you. Okay, so if you want uh, a text alert, you can just sign up on the city's website. Right. All right. Well, do you find all these winter parking rules a little confusing at times? They're kind of hard to follow uh, (laughs) or am, am I making too much out of it? I certainly understand why people that are either new to the city or are visiting, particularly if they're not from Snowbelt cities, it requires you to want to understand it. But if you're coming from the Sun Belt or maybe the the West Coast and you've never been exposed to this, it takes a minute to wrap your head around it and understand the reasons why we have to do it this way. Because if we don't, then the roads don't get plowed out and it creates a whole nother list of problems. Certainly it's something we continue to monitor and try to consider if there's better ways to do it. Different communities do it different ways. But for Madison, this seems to work pretty well. We haven't had a lot of issues in the last handful of years as far as being able to get streets safe and wide. That's really the most important thing. Yeah, we've all seen uh, when all the cars are on one side and there's that one car and I guess they get a $60 ticket. But is that really annoying for plow drivers and stuff when they're trying to clear the road? Yes. I mean, I mean, imagine you're out there at 3 a.m. trying to get get your job done and there's one or two people who maybe didn't know, probably chose not to go out and move their car that night. And as much as it is annoying for the staff, it just becomes very also inefficient for the city because then we have to go try and keep going back and going back to find another time when those cars have moved, right? Because we've all seen where you'll have the, the entire block plowed perfectly and there'll be this one area where the plow had to veer out into the middle of the street, leave all that snow piled up, And then once the car moves, it looks terrible. It gets chunky and icy. And then the, you know, the cars are then thumping over it as they go. And then that stuff freezes down and becomes almost impossible to plow up with a, with a typical plow. Right. And then get in the weeds. If we have the opportunity, then we have to take very expensive loaders out there, burning diesel fuel to go and try and 
put down pressure and peel that stuff out of there. More time, more noise. And so if people had just moved on the alternate side, we get that out with the general plow. Bob's your uncle, off you go. Everybody's happy. The roads are clear and wide until the next event. So yeah, the, the people who don't move, it's it's a problem in a in a lot of ways. You know, I saw in the State Journal a few weeks ago that tickets for violating alternate side parking and snow emergency rules, you know, has really, I mean, the quote I saw was plummeted since the pandemic. I guess during the winter of 2014, 2015, there were like 25,000 tickets were issued and last winter it was only like 1,500. I mean, what's going on? Is everyone just seeing the light and complying or? Uh, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so th- there's a few things. So the the parking parking enforcement handles the enforcement of those alternate side parking. So I I oversee the streets and forestry division. And so, you know, in working with them, there's a few things at play. We communicate with them on a near nightly basis during the winter, especially during winter events where we need enforcement help. They've got a small enforcement staff over there, so they can't blanket the city in its entirety every night or two. And so we try to focus them where we need help. Also, over the last, I would say, three, four, five years, they've had, as many of us had, right, have had difficulty hiring staff. A lot of what they've relied on over the years to enforce that alternate side parking are winter seasonal staff. Well, with unemployment continuing to be low and whatnot, it's, it's hard to get people to come in to work in the middle of the night, often in freezing temperatures, to write tickets for whatever it would be, 15, 16, 17, 18 dollars an hour. In recognition of that, they are working on and have uh, working on changing their model. They're they're bringing in full-time staff that will be assigned night shift starting this winter so that alternate side parking can be enforced more effectively and efficiently. So I don't know that there needs to be or there will be some massive spike um, in, in tickets. The, the goal is not to write the tickets. The goal is to get compliance. The city does not is not concerned with revenue from tickets. You, you know, some people think that is the case. That is not at all the case. We are far better, better off as a city of people following the parking rules and allowing the streets division to get through efficiently than to write a $20 ticket and have to go back over and over and over again with full-time staff running heavy equipment, like $20 will not cover that. So please just follow the rules, give our night uh, alternate side parking staff nothing to enforce. That would be great. We'll all be much better off if if people would do that. Anyway, uh, the staffing model is changing. So I think we will have better enforcement of alternate side parking this winter than we've had for the last three or four have your staff noticed a big difference in just so the compliance or at least the enforcement of it uh, not being as robust? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I would say that we have managed that in a few different ways. One, our last two or three winners haven't been that bad. Um, last year, statistically, we had a rough winter. We had 70 inches of snow, which is a lot for our area. We average about 50. However, many people I'm sure will also remember it snowed almost always on Thursday and our winter was warm enough that oftentimes by Sunday, 
at least on the roads and sidewalks, it had melted off. And so we didn't have as much of that issue where the snow just never melts and it compounds and compounds and compounds. We've been fortunate with weather, fortunate with timing, and then our staff changes have mitigated some of the issues with the lack of their ability to enforce. That is a little bit, though, living on borrowed time. We are eventually going to have a winter where it is cold and snowy, and the snow that falls in late December isn't going to melt until March or April. And we can't we can't just wait, you know, hope that cycle continues. And so that's where our parking enforcement staff, having enough people here to properly educate and enforce, I think with our night shift in place, there's a balance there of enforcement, education, and then our ability to clean up behind when people do move out. We'll be in a better shape when we do get that winter where we're not getting those snow cycles that are melting on the streets. Well, what should people do if for whatever reason they're having an emergency and they just can't move their cars? Is there anything folks can do in that situation? Well, assuming it is not a like a acute emergency where they should be calling 911, they can certainly reach out to the parking enforcement unit, um, which has been moved under the parking utility, and let them know what is going on and see if they can get some type of help or permission or some idea that they need 24 additional hours or 48 additional hours. Okay, so call the parking utility or the non-emergency line. I suspect they will find a way to work with you to gain compliance rather than write tickets. If you were granted a magic wish and you could improve parking in Madison in some way, what would you improve? <laughs> I'm not sure what I what I want would be possible, but um, it would be, well, I would say that the buses and bikes have never been written alternate side parking tickets, I guess. So there's there's that. But I think that if there were some way where uh, when we have these snow events for 24 hours, we could get everybody not to park on the street, that would allow us to go through extremely efficiently, plow everything back to the curb, and then life kind of goes back to normal. Park where you want to park, and we're good until the next event. But I suspect that's not entirely possible in, in a city as diverse with housing and parking stock as Madison is. Yeah, you just lift all the cars up a good 40 feet for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody has a driveway or a garage, right? Like, But some communities are that way. They, they were built differently, and, and there are driveways and garages in the vast, vast majority of the situations. Madison's not that way. And people in a snow emergency can use the city's parking lots for free, correct? That is correct. Yep. The uh, the city uh, pay lots uh, during snow emergencies do open up. Again, uh, you know, reach out to the parking until you can go to their page and get specifics on that. But they absolutely open those up for certain hours overnight to allow allow parking. You got to be out at a certain time in the morning. But um, they, they do uh, a very nice job of trying to make it as easy as possible to comply um, with the ordinance, there's a lot of advantages to being able to get it into a garage, whether that is a public garage or your own. All right. Well, just before we go, anything else people should know about street parking in Madison during the winter months? Totally get that it can be frustrating. It's frustrating for our guys running plows and having to dodge through traffic, much less cars that are parked where they're not supposed to be. So give everybody a break. Give everybody a little bit of you know understanding. It's a hard job to get out there and plow even during the best of conditions. Our folks want to do a good job. They want to plow you to the curb so you can park safely, enter and exit your vehicle safely. So 
as best you can for, for you and yours and the folks you know, try and make sure you comply so nobody has to get a ticket and we can do our job safely and responsibly and, and think spring. Yes. Okay. Hey, Charlie, thank you so much for just explaining the rules to us. We really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thank you. Charlie Romines is the Madison Street Superintendent. We'll throw a link to the city website where you can sign up for text alerts. They'll text you which side of the street to park on. It's super handy. And here's what else Madison's talking about. PFAS. The Wisconsin DNR has proposed designating Lake Monona and Starkweather Creek as impaired waterways. That's because of the potential human health risks due to PFAS contamination. You can weigh in on the matter until December 6th, and we'll throw a link in our show notes to where you can learn more. And Madison City Alders are deliberating on the city budget for next year. Among the amendments being considered include an extra 300 grand for three vehicles for the CARES team. Those are the emergency responders from the fire department who respond to nonviolent 911 calls in lieu of police. Alders are also discussing whether to allocate additional money for a Warner Park Rec Center expansion. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Molly Stentz. If you enjoyed the show, why not share it with a friend who has nowhere to park? Help them not get a ticket. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.